0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Bedtime with Daniel. And I uh, hopefully you enjoyed the first one. Um, I got a lot of good feedback from it. So I thought we'd continue. So today we're going to read the story, Gillian and the Selkie. From the traditions of the Orkney Islands, Selkie songs and stories tell of seals who can take off their skin and become human. Selkie tales are mostly about adults. It is good to have one that is about children. Selkies are mysterious beings, and so I thought I'd put a mystery inside the story for you. Gillian lived with his mummy and daddy on the sandy shores of the Orkney Islands. His daddy was a fisherman, and Gillian was happy to help him bait the fishing lines and mend the nets. His mummy cooked the meals, cleaned the cottage, and did the washing, and Gillian was happy to help her do this too. He never went to bed hungry as there was always plenty of fish to eat. Herring rolled in oatmeal, cod in parsley sauce, hake and haddock, mullet and mackerel, a tiny, teeny toasted sprouts. They ate boiled fish and baked fish, frittered fish and cakes of fish, steamed fish and smoked fish pan-fried and poached fish. And when they grew tired of eating fish, they would trade some of their catch for flour and eggs and butter and sugar. And Gillian's mum would make clotty dumplings and scones and all manner of good things to eat. Gillian loved living by the sea. In winter, fierce gales came roaring down from the cold north to send breakers crashing over the rocks. In summer, soft breezes caused the waves to Come lap, lap, lapping on the shore. No matter what the weather did, Gillian liked to watch the water and listen to the sounds it made. He was a content boy. There was but one thing missing in Gillian's life. He had nobody to play with. Still, there were lots of games he could play on his own. He jumped over the waves as they came rolling up to the sand. He spread his arms and ran around flapping his wings and making cries like seabirds. His daddy carved him a wooden whistle and taught him how to coax the tune from it. When his mummy pegged the bedsheets on the drying line, he'd chase them in and out and under them, pretending they were ghosts and boggles trying to catch him. But his favourite place to be was in the treasure cave he'd made under the upturned hulk of a wrecked rowing boat. He'd sit on the old rug and blankets his mum had allowed him to take from the cottage and opened the boxes daddy had given him. Inside was a stump of driftwood shaped like a dragon. Two picture books, three marbles, some odds and ends he found on the shore when the tide went out, and lots and lots of seashells. He'd never actually found any real treasure, like gold coins or precious jewels, but looking at the things in this box cheered him up when he was feeling lonely. Sometimes Gillian wished so hard to have a friend He almost thought there was someone on the beach with him. He'd hear a chuckle when he filled the jug from the water barrel at the side of the cottage. There would be a sharp tug on the sheet as he helped his mummy peg it on the line. A shape would appear in the smoke that curled from the hut where they cured their fish. When he told his mummy and daddy about this, they smiled. It is the seagulls you are hearing, said his daddy. They often make a noise that sounds as if they are laughing. It is the wind tugging on the sheets, said his mummy. It blows consistently on our islands. And there are many different shapes to be seen in smoke, they both said. And they hugged Gillian, for they loved him very much. Gillian knew what his parents said made sense. But as he sat in his treasure cave, he imagined someone whispering his name. Gillian. Gillian, Gillian, Midsummer day is the longest day of the year, the time of the summer solists. When the moon rises, but the sun hardly sets, and the sand and sea glitter gold and silver in the magical light. While eating his evening meal, Gillian looked from the cottage window and saw a group of seals swimming ashore. As he watched, they stood up on the sand, their grey seal skins fell from their bodies, And they took the form of human people. Gillian rushed to the door, for he wanted so much to go and play with the strange creatures who were now singing and splashing among the waves. Nay, nay, Gillian's dad pushed the bolt across the door. Best to leave them in peace, to do as their spirit bids them. You'd only frighten them away, Gillian's mummies told him. Just when the wind grew stronger and the sea became choppy, The Selkie people ran to put down their seal skins and dive into the water. Where are they going? asked Gillian. To quieter waters on the other side of the island, said his daddy. Will we see them again? Gillian's voice was full of sadness. We might catch another glimpse, his mummy comforted him. In the middle of winter on the shortest day of the year, the winter solstice. The next morning, Gillian rose early. It was always interesting to be on the beach after a storm. He picked up a chunk of green glass and squinted through it. He found a ball that still had some bounce left. He was rooting around among a tangle of seaweed when he heard a noise. It was the sound of someone sobbing. Gillian looked around. The sobbing was coming from his treasure cave in the upturned rowboat. Gillian knelt down to peer inside. From the darkness, Two wide, dark eyes stared at him. "'Who are you?' "'I am a selkie,' a girl's voice whispered. "'Why are you hiding in here?' "'I lost my seal skin. "'Without it, I cannot go back into the water and swim away. "'Can you see it anywhere?' "'Gideon looked along the beach. "'No,' he said. "'And I have been searching the beach for treasure all morning.' "'Treasure?' asked the selkie girl. "'What kind of treasure?' ''Oh, this and that,'' said Gillian. ''Why don't you come out and take a look for yourself? Together we might find your seal skin. I need some clothes to wear.'' Gillian ran to the washing line and unpegged one of his shirts and plaidy shawl that had been hung there to dry. The silky girl put on the shirt and wrapped the plaidy shawl round her waist like a skirt. They searched the beach all day and they would not find the seal skin. Nor was there any trace of it in the days that followed. At night, Gillian asked if he might have some food for his friend who'd come to live in the treasure cave. His mummy smiled and said, of course you may. His daddy patted him on the head and said, don't forget something to drink. As the days and then weeks passed, Gillian decided that he didn't really want to find the sealskin. He was enjoying himself too much. He taught the Selkie girl to skim stones and she taught him to surf the waves. She showed him how to make a necklace from shells and he showed her how to make puzzles from knotted string. They had fun all day long, but if the silky girl saw or heard anyone else on the beach, she ran and hid beneath the boat. They played together for the rest of the summer and into the autumn. Until one evening, Gillian's dad came home with a piece of news. A schoolhouse is open in the village. Children must go there and learn how to read and write and count numbers up to a hundred and more. I do not want to go to school, said Gillian. But you'll make friends at school, said his mummy. I have a friend already, said Gillian. Gillian's dad looked at Gillian's mummy and asked her, Have you ever seen this friend he speaks of? Gillian's mum shook her head and said, the sooner our son is in school, the better. Gillian went to school and he began to learn to read and write and count numbers up to 100 and more. But although he ran around the yard with his schoolmates during the day, when the school was over, he ran home as fast as he could to play with his selkie friend. They played together for the rest of autumn and into winter, until one evening, Gillian's dad came home with another piece of news. You see that old cottage at the top of the cliff? A new family has moved in. There is a girl there of Gillian's age, and tomorrow she will be going along to the school. That night the sun began to set early. It's the winter's solstice, said Gillian's mummy. The shortest day of the year. Will the Selkies return tonight, Gillian asked, while he collected food and drink to take to his treasure cave as he did every night? They might, said Gillian's dad. It's a night for strange happenings. See what I found among the fish I caught today? He held up what looked like a sheet of shimmering grey silk. What is it? said Gillian's mummy. I truly do not know. But Gillian knew exactly what it was, and he also knew what it must do with it. May I have it? he asked. His daddy gave it to him and Gillian carried it, and the meal he had prepared for the silky girl out into the gathering gloom don't delay too long his mummy called after him you must come into the cottage before the selkies arrive on the beach the selkie girl gave a little sob as gillian handed her the sealskin his dad had caught while he was fishing she held it to her cheek and stroked it then she looked at gillian and whispered thank you gillian turned away before she would see the tears in his own eyes His parents watched with him as the seals came ashore and danced in their human forms by the seashore. But only Gillian saw the selkie girl creep from the upturned boat, skip lightly to the water's edge, don her seal skin and swim away. In the morning, when Gillian's mummy opened their front door, she exclaimed, Oh look Gillian, look at what's lying on top of the old boat. It's that shirt of yours and my plaidy shawl that went missing from the washing line months ago. The wind must have blown it away and then blown it back again. Gillian scanned the sea as he walked to school that morning, but there was neither seal nor selkie in the wide waters. There was a new girl in school. She was the one whose family had moved into the cottage on the cliff, near where Gillian lived. The teacher placed her at the desk beside Gillian's and asked for her name. My name is Seela," said the girl in a soft voice. Why, well, that's a beautiful name, said the teacher. Do you know what it means? Yes, I do, says Seela. She turned and looked at Gillian. It means, let those with eyes see and those with ears hear. After school, Gillian walked home with the new girl. They parted at the top of the path that led down to the beach. Gillian's mummy was standing outside the cottage. Who is that? she asked him. It's the girl from the family who moved into the cottage on the cliff, said Gillian. Why don't you ask her to come down and play with you? Gillian raised his hand and waved. "Seela," he called. Would you like to come and play on the beach? The girl waved back and began to run towards him. While Gillian waited for his new friend to join him, he murmured her name again. "Seela," And as he did, he realised that Sela sounds quite like Selkie. Does it? I don't think it does. <laughs> but that's the end of that story. That was quite a nice story actually. I quite enjoyed that one. If you like that, leave a comment, let us know and I'll keep it going. Um apart from that, show is normal on Friday. And I'll catch you then. Thanks guys. See ya.